0: If we ever have some money, yeah. If we ever have some money, and buy part of a racehorse, we need the to give horse. it a
1: colt name.
0: So it'd be the colt synonym or or <laughs> I don't know the colt to a racehorse because <laughs> so they're colts. Why cults. Would
2: we buy it? Oh, well, god
0: it. They're colts. So uh, the uh, the
1: colt uh, Ant Hill Kids. Oh, cult. Yeah, like cult, a cult, uh-huh. colt. Yeah, colt. C O L T.
3: And you want to buy a part of a race How about we call it the Nice Colt, leg or something? The
2: Nice
0: Colt. The Nice Colt. <laughs> the <laughs> Colt. <laughs> the Nice Colt. Mm-hmm. Nathan <laughs> did
2: you just get a chip in your tooth? <laughs> yeah.
1: Whoa. Yes, yeah, so I'm eating candy at work there's some uh, one of my coworkers brought some candy from China, mm-hmm. and I'm like absent-mindedly, I uh, kind of like it was in a hurry of doing something for something I needed to. I have some sauces here. I'm oh, good. Thank you. Uh, um, and then I, uh, yeah, I chipped, <laughs> took it right off. Yeah. What's going on with you?
0: Uh, I my tooth shattered, basically, oh. and I'm gonna have to get a, I'm gonna have to go get a root canal. So, I have an appointment Monday for them to look at
1: it. That's. So I, I, I say our guest speaker is is Mr. Sore Tooth here. Is it? Is it? Are you in pain? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I've had shattered teeth before. It's, it's the worst. Yep. You get it when you go from hot to cold. Like it is it?
0: A- no, it's just painful
1: all the time. Oh, painful all the time. Yeah. So
0: it's, uh, it's about a two out of ten right now, which is fine. Last night it was maybe six or seven out of ten. Mm-hmm. I got about three hours of very painful sleep.
3: Yeah, nighttime whatever whatever ails you is ten times worse
0: when you're trying to get to sleep. It is so I mean if I had if I had strong gloves.
1: I don't know if I've ever drugs, tried to take off. it's is if it I say it? I like it, you're not you're gonna yeah. say you don't like it. So I'm not <laughs> saying anything. But <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I, th- I can't take you serious with that tooth. though. <laughs> <laughs> I have an appointment on Monday too <laughs> <for> my dentist. <laughs> put a (laughs) temporary thing on it and then it's not like the first tooth you had to get fixed up there so Welcome to another episode of Mom, I Joined a Cult, the only podcast about cults by an actual cult. Listen as we examine other cults, discuss what they did right and what they did wrong, and then build our own cult from the ground up. And now your hosts, Gunnar, Dawn, Thor, and Nathan.
0: So let's talk about the cult today, which is synonym. Synanon. Cinnamon? S Y N A O. Synonym. S Y N A N O N. Yeah. Synonym. Synanon.
3: Synanon. Synanon. Have
1: you heard about this guy, yeah. guys? Okay. Uh-huh. Is this on the list that you wrote? It's did? not on the list. Oh, when I yeah. when I saw that, I'm like, oh, that's right, because I had heard about the guy. But uh-huh. we'll, we'll go. It's been years. Uh huh. So. Awesome.
2: So, okay. Thor has remained true to himself in <laughs> writing on the back of an envelope his notes. So when you hear the little crinkling and stuff, it's because it's mm-hmm. one of those. It's an envelope that has the little plastic on it where you can see. At it, least this one yeah. doesn't
1: have a uncashed check in it. No,
0: yeah. it doesn't. It's it's an <laughs> empty envelope from Cash Valley Bank, but there was no cash in mm-hmm. there. So. That's yes, false advertising. Yeah, it was. I was very disappointed. <laughs> I'm disappointed every time I open up one of these envelopes because it says it's cash, Cash Valley Bank and there's no cash.
3: Yeah. Well, this is I mean it's it's green. Thor's being green. He's, he's doing the second of the three R's. There there we go. Reduce, reuse, recycle.
0: Yeah, that's that's it. I knew there was a good reason why I was doing this. And Ronaldo.
3: Yeah.
2: That's the four right. not, well, not, not just because I was cheap.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> so anyway. The the cult is uh, Sinanon, and it was formed by Charles Diedrich. And I'm just going to call him Chuck from now on because that's how he was known. He was born in 1913. Um, and when he was young, his dad died. His mother was a concert pianist, and uh, she kind of put him in charge. He was the man of the family kind of thing. And he grew up kind of like that. Uh, when he was like seven or eight, his younger brother died, and it really affected him quite a bit. He kind of blamed himself a bit, and uh, you shouldn't have
2: held him under the bathtub water.
0: Yeah, long. I'd <laughs> be blaming myself too about that one. Uh, <laughs>
2: have, have you guys noticed that ninety ninety-nine percent of our cult member or cult leaders have poor? relationships with their parents or whatever. Something happened with their parents. It all stems from bad parenting.
3: Who's the, I, who's the 1% that has a good relationship with their parents? I'm
2: just making a... <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying that... <laughs> well, us. I have a pretty good relationship yeah. with my father. Yeah, that yeah, that we one day when
3: I said Happy Mother's Day, that was the 1%.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, at the time he had an okay relationship, but... Uh, when he was 12, she remarried, and he had an absolute fit. He suddenly was no longer the man of the house, and he went into drunken rages. And How old was he? Twelve. 12. And he was going into
2: drunken rages? Uh, well,
0: he, he was drinking and mouthing off, and he basically didn't graduate due to not trying to graduate. You actually have to try... In high school, a little bit at K-2. least. Try to get kicked out. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, he uh, got a job, got married, but that drinking problem of his that started when he was twelve uh, carried on, and uh, his wife divorced him. And he decided, I'm just going to go down to California. I'm going to go be a beach bum down there. And he went down there. He found a job, got another wife, uh, but. The alcohol just wouldn't leave him alone, and his second wife was like, uh, "Honey, you got to do something. You need to go to AA." And uh, so Chuck went to AA and Alcoholics Anonymous, by the way, just in case anyone doesn't know what.
1: No. Alcoholics Anonymous is a kind of a branch of the Scientology. What? Wait, no, it's not. It? Mm-hmm. No, they have, they have a little bit of yeah.
3: I know they've got doctrines. They could be a cult by themselves, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> the, but
0: they can be a little culty, although I, I can't fault them for that. And mm-hmm. If you really guys want to know, I'll tell you my reasons why. Mm-hmm. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
2: we'll follow up. Or but, I do want to know. Oh,
0: well, just a second. I have a story to tell you about Alcoholics Anonymous. So okay. when I was about eighteen, nineteen, yes! <laughs> <laughs> When I was about 18, 19, I, for the first time, heard about Alcoholics Anonymous AA, and I was like... Oh, and I, you know, I heard the stuff about it, and... I was driving around, and I started noticing these stickers of people proclaiming they were part of uh, Alcoholics
2: Anonymous. Did it have AAA on there? Or three A's? <laughs> yeah. okay. the Alcoholics Anonymous Association. Oh, you're ruining yeah. the punchline. <laughs> so, I'm so sorry.
0: No, that's fine. Yeah, for about 10 years, I was driving around thinking, man, these guys are so brave and so awesome. You know, I didn't. I didn't realize there were so many former drunks in Utah. And, uh, yeah, it was triple
2: A, not double A, so. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I ruined it. No, not at all. (laughs) My mind was going, it's like, wait a second, A, triple A, yeah. Because I actually thought that when I was younger, too. Yeah. I thought the same thing.
0: It took about 10 years, and I finally mentioned it to someone, and they probably thought, wow, this guy is stupid. But, uh, you know, that's how you learn, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs)
3: Now, well, AAA is when you end up on the side of the road from a drunk driving accident.
0: So it Wish is. you had
3: gone to, to <laughs> AA.
0: There you go. <laughs> That's the last step, right? It's like, oh. <laughs> anyway, Chuck here fit in really well with Alcoholics Anonymous. He soon uh, uh, became a very good member and very good standing and was giving... Uh, speeches and stuff like that. He had kind of a loud, brassy voice, and he had kind of a commanding presence. And uh, gradually, he started developing his own kind of philosophies on how to to do this. And he kind of went for... Alcoholics Anonymous has a, a very large spiritual element to it. And he started going into more of a psychoanalytical thing and stuff like that. Anyway, he got a group of people together, and they started um, they started forming their own kind of group and club, and they called themselves Tender Loving Care Club. Yes,
1: TLCC.
0: Tender Love and Care Club. You can't go wrong with a name like that, right? Oh, it That's un- almost as Unfortunately, it the they ice changed cold. it. Yeah, unfortunately, they changed it, so we can't change our name, guys. Oh. So, what was going on is at least this time in California, um, people who were taking drugs and uh, needed to get off those there was no real program for them. Uh, there were other programs around the United States that were, uh, that were kind of based on uh, the AA uh, outline, but there wasn't any firm organization of it. And so he started bringing in these druggies and whores and, and you know, the people that, the dregs of society, and started working with them to get them uh, rehabilitated and off drugs.
1: Now, sex workers are not the dregs of society.
0: Well, in Santa Monica okay, they are, maybe, okay. 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 Maybe not in Vegas, but... No, I, I, I I have a feeling that most sex workers have to take drugs just to, to get through the day, you know? I do. I, I think it's a hard life. I don't know. I could be wrong. I never have been one, so I can't speak from personal experience, so... Maybe that's our homework assignment. <laughs> well, Thor's homework assignment. <laughs> Stand no, on a seat street corner and show some legs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> show a little leg.
3: Get get our really short shorts on. And yeah, stand out on a corner.
1: I wonder if you'd get picked up by the police or John.
2: I think we're on the wrong on the wrong area for that.
1: <laughs> You can't do that in downtown Pleasant Grove. Well, you
2: could, but people wouldn't know what you were doing. <laughs> uh,
0: as this uh, as this group started evolving, uh, they changed the name, unfortunately, from Tinder Living Care Club to Synonym, Uh Because it was from some guys trying to slurry, uh, slur together Symposium and Seminar. The, at least that's the mm. story, okay? And I dis- I discount it, but I remember my dad, when he got mad, would slur together the kids' names. Yeah, remember that? (laughs) This was in 1958, okay? Mm -hmm. So, cleaned up his life, formed his own little gang here, rehabilitating druggies and stuff like that in Santa Monica. And uh, the group was persecuted quite a bit. People, residences there in Santa Monica, they were like, you know, we don't want, you know, these former druggies, supposedly former druggies, to be around our place. And he, they were persecuted. So yeah, he for a while, he was put in jail. Chuck was put in jail. Uh, it was, And the mayor was like, you either need to move or we're going to put you in jail. And he's like, I'm going to put me in jail. And he was pretty good at spinning it press-wise. And the governor made a special exempt- exemption for his group. And he got all sorts of... Good publicity, and money started coming in, and uh, he he started doing a lot better.
2: This guy's a talker. This Which, guy is. This guy. How old is he? He's in his 30s right now?
0: Uh, let's see. He was born in Someone 1913 and 1958. So he's in his 40s, I'd say. It, the group started getting bigger and bigger. In fact, it got big enough so that he actually bought uh, a property on the beach, kind of an old hotel or casino kind of club place and setting it up for his residence. Again, the Santa Monica, County, uh, Santa Monica County, they basically said, you can't do that. And instead of like going through legal action to throw him out, they just brought bulldozers in and started plowing down things and uh, getting the police to arrest anyone who protested. Well, again, Chuck was went to the media and is I'm gonna sue everyone, so on and so forth. They backed down. And after that, he was almost untouchable because of all the press and people pushing on him and stuff like that. Almost untouchable. And people, celebrities, started coming in. The guy who did the uh, Twilight oh, Zone,
3: um, Rod Sterling.
0: Yeah, he w- went over there. He was, uh, well, not a member, but a, a participator in mm. the group, Leonard Nimoy. Nimoy. Uh, participated. Are what? you kidding me? No. Leonard Nimoy. Leonard
1: Nimoy. Okay, <laughs> he's, he's, he's now the... part of a better cult. <laughs> yeah. He is a member of our magisterium collecti. Um,
0: after that, he was basically untouchable, and people started coming in. He was getting more and more famous. He started branching out. He started making money. Uh, they made a movie about his group there. Oh. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't see it, but I saw like the uh, previews. The uh, uh, what that's, that's a called? Trailer. Yeah, trailer. The trailer. I saw mm-hmm. the trailer and it really looked bad. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> right. but it was done by Paramount, and it, he got a lot of national recognition. Uh, he had other branches springing up around. So let's talk a little bit about the doctrine of, of uh, Synanon.
2: How exciting! Now,
0: first of all, at least when he started out. He really was going through and helping out the marginalized communities there. He was a big proponent of tough love. Uh, you know, people would come in, he'd get the druggies, and he'd just throw them down on the couch and say, Okay, <clears throat> uh, it's time for the detox. And they'd be writhing around in pain, much like I am right now, for about seven days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, they get uh, after that. They get involved in circles and and group therapy and stuff like that.
1: And so they're writhing around because of their getting off of withdrawals, tremors, and yeah, withdrawals yeah, the withdrawals. Like you know,
0: because uh, I guess it's not very fun to get off cocaine or heroin or whatever. It's
1: kind of
2: like the withdrawal I had from you guys
1: oh, this yeah. last I'm week. So sorry, Gunnar. I've
2: been grumpy ever since then, then. Making love didn't even solve it. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm
0: sorry, Gunnar. That's horrible. But
2: now we're together. Yeah, yeah. I feel so much better. It's a drug way. I cannot refuse.
3: Your nice cult fix.
0: <laughs> anyway, he was. He is the instigator, or he's the one that started that quote, Today is the first day of the rest of your life. Mm. That's him.
1: I like it. Okay. Uh-huh. I think it's smart. Yeah, it's a that, that,
0: that's a good quote. So yeah, he had a lot of interesting things. So anyway, uh, one of the big things he did was called the game, okay? So it started out as in group therapy where you would be like, okay, who had the worst week? You know, who cooks the worst here? You know, because it was kind of a, a commune, you know, where they'd live there. You know, uh, who made, he, who made uh, so-and-so the, the maddest today? He's kind of like that. Anyway, it turned into basically a game of put-down, where you get someone there in the center, and people would tell them how much they hated them and all the horrible things they did. And, well, no, because there wasn't laughing involved. It was deliberately trying to make the person cry, okay, and break them.
2: The way you said it, I thought, oh, it would be funny to do one or two, like something like
0: that. It, It was deliberately designed to break them down, and you didn't even have to tell the truth when you were doing it. You just, you're... Your, the object was to break
1: them. That's, a,
3: that's not a fun game.
1: Well, <laughs> you're right. I don't think it's very fun either. But. It sounds kind of like the Festivus from Seinfeld. You know, like the George Costanza's father had developed his own holiday called yeah. Festivus. Yeah. Okay. And part of it was, you know, he had feats of strength. And then one of the things that you're supposed to do is tell people... How much you dis- How much they disappointed you during the year? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like that, pretty much. And then
0: afterwards, you were supposed to get together afterwards and give each other group hugs and and whatnot. Non violence, uh, no violence allowed. Just put downs. So, Gunner, you're a real piece of work. Yeah, I
2: probably agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> That's sad. It's no. already working. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've noticed in several of the other cults they have the same thing. Uh, love has won. They did that, too. Yeah. And I think there's a couple other ones that, that well, they, did that. They, they <coughs> do it in yours,
3: <coughs> too. Oh, yeah. yeah. They, right. they were like, Reprove B-times with sharpness. And, and, um, Afterworth. And the leader would...
0: Would reprove.
3: Well, <laughs> no, so I, what I, I, I think would do B-times would, is where it, the thing is. is sure. It's like, is everything a would, B-time? He, it, well, B-times was whenever he felt like it. But he would um, um, accentuate every 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 detail. He would spin uh the mildest mistake as a major sin mm-hmm. and, and beat you up over it. And so
1: Don, your beard is really patchy. <laughs> <laughs> <I> <laughs> That's know. the worst thing I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: yeah exactly and
2: <laughs> well, what it does is it it breaks them down so yeah. that they when you give them a compliment they're like oh yeah, there's exactly. something mm-hmm. there's yeah, something he, good about mm-hmm. me oh
3: i thirst for that right yeah He's, it's you follow up with a, well you're you've got this and this going for you and and god loves all his children and aren't you his children yeah
2: well he loves you too mm-hmm. Try this at work it works really well at work I just <laughs> just, with all my underlings i just Tear them down.
1: <laughs> I'm glad it works so well for you there, Gunner. <laughs> a lot of cults do the like, they start off with love bomb, with mm-hmm. a love bomb where mm-hmm. they you join and then they mm-hmm. call you the next day and they are super happy to see you. And then, but it sounds like this is like they build you up and then you become part of it and then they tear you down. Tear, tear yeah. You down. yeah, no,
0: this was the tear down. Yeah, at the very beginning, it's, it's like I consider it like uh, somewhat like the military. So where you go to camp uh, boot camp, and they're not, oh yeah. you know, they immediately start breaking you down. Uh-huh. Uh, so is this just at reason. the
3: very beginning, or is it a regular?
0: Thing? Add as soon as you're done with uh, the detox, oh, okay. you you're, you start doing this. So anyway, that's the that's the second phase, and then afterwards, uh, after a while, what would happen is you would uh, graduate to a level where you could actually like, go out and get a job in the community and stuff like that, and you'd still be living there. And then the third phase is you'd, you'd live outside of, of their community, and, but you'd come back for uh, the game and, and the other things that are going on, okay? So that was the phases of there. Now, about two or three years into that, uh, Chuck decided that that wasn't really working that it was impossible to completely really rehabilitate anyone. And so he wanted everyone to just live there and stay, stay with the program. As I say, after the, uh, the Santa, Santa Monica thing, he really could do no wrong. It became bigger and bigger. He started getting flooded donations and he started working. Uh, I mean, people would come to him that weren't druggies and they're like, I want in. And he would take their money, all their money, and bring them on in. He started forming these kind of, uh, you know, he got into land development, and he was buying and selling land, and he had all these industries and stuff like that. He did a lot of merchandising stuff, and supposedly, in when it was in its biggest, he was making uh, ten million a year from just like selling. That's good back in the day. Man, yeah. Uh huh. And just selling uh, paraphernalia <laughs> and whatnot. <laughs> Uh, we need to sell more paraphernalia. We do. I don't know why those li- uh, those uh, nice cold blankets aren't going like hotcakes. After all, we still have a couple in stock. Okay. Okay. Do we? okay. I, if you guys want your sins to be covered up, <laughs> you guys need to buy a nice cold blanket, <laughs> and you can get that on our website.
2: When I when I got my first nice cold blanket, I really needed it, and I, I you know, the, the bad thing is, guys. I'm going to go on a testimonial here real quick. Okay. The hard thing about this is you don't really know that you didn't need it. You, you don't know that you did, don't need it until... Oh, wait, shit. I said that wrong. You don't know that you need it until you have it. Then you're like, I needed this so and bad.
3: Sometimes you need more than one. I, yeah. I've i sinned so much. I, I have like 12. <laughs> <laughs> But now
0: you know that's all I need for now. (laughs) One for each day of the week, and then a couple extra for Sunday. Yes. Mm -hmm. One of his dogma was act as if, and his philosophy was whatever you're doing, thinking has got you into this mess. You need to let your thinking go, your conscious mind go, and act as if everything. We're telling you is the truth, stone cold truth, and just follow us. That was that's what it, that's what his push was. Oh, so trip. anyway, he started getting these trippers in. So what happened is he would bring in these people, and like about fifty at a time, and bring them into the compound, and they'd spend about uh, sixty hours just in the game where people would just get ripped on him, and he'd like get people to research who they are and find their hidden flaws and and rip on them until they broke. And then the people who broke would help break others and stuff like that until they were and you know, they'd just be crying and hugging each other. And, of course, he'd be like, accept synonym. We're going to lead you in the right direction. And then they'd go out finally after, you know, as I say, 60 hours, you know, uh, 72 hours without sleep. Of course, you're, you're going to break it. <laughs> After that, They go back and they go and they'd have the members there all giving them loves and hugs at the end. It was a, a transformational experience. It was, well, it was, uh, it was uh, what do you call it? When when cult yeah it's a cult <laughs> uh, no what it was it called when you uh, you break someone and change the way they think about things
2: Thor <laughs> on very little sleep right now yeah I know
0: yeah. it's not mind control brainwashing that brain- is the word I want brain- thank you brainwashing you're welcome dang
2: that's mind control yeah uh, uh, brainwashing yes. so
0: uh, they hmm. basically brainwash them and brainwashing does work pretty well for getting someone to change. Uh, their views, at least while they're there in the organization. So he was getting people to quit taking drugs. I mean, while they were there. Unfortunately, when they moved out, that would stop. And that's the reason why he, was, he basically said it's uncurable. Anyway.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But. In 1974, he started getting more and more uh, flack about certain practices and money, where was the money going and all this stuff like that. And so he basically declared himself to be a religion, the the group to be a religion. So 1974, it was a religion. Also, at this time, they started accepting, uh, or a little bit before then, they started accepting um, people, uh, druggies and kids, you know, teenagers who were rebelling and stuff like that and to promote that tax-exempt status. And, but unfortunately, you have to somewhat buy into the game and other things like that to happen. If you're like, no, I'm out of here and running away and stuff like that, it doesn't work. And so for the first time, he started saying, you know what, we have to use a little bit of force on these, these teenagers because they're not, they're not reacting the right way to the game. And so they kind of break them physically first and then get them involved in the game. What does that mean? Beat them up.
2: That's what it. <laughs> <The, the, yeah. laughs> <Exactly. laughs> Physical beatings. Yes,
0: as in oh. violence, as in beating people up, yeah. and uh,
2: well, not just like constraining them, actually physically beating them.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, so, so he started doing that. Uh, he had some interesting ideas. Uh, he, as I said before, he had a hard time with kids. He did not like them. So at first, he was having everyone send. Uh, all the kids to what it was called a hatchery. <laughs> and you send the, the kids to the hatchery and they go to school there and learn up. And like if a mom uh, was too attached to a kid and was trying to go in and see him a lot, they called him a head sucker. Then his third wife died and he grabbed a partner, uh, one of his followers, and he basically made everyone change partners uh, every three years, so
1: like a square dance, yeah, like
0: a square. It's time to change the partners. Your <laughs> partner, yep. So he started uh, forcing that on his. And he, he, he get to the point where he didn't like kids very much at all. And so he would use the game to force men to have vasectomies and for women to have abortions, even into their fourth and fifth month. Wow. Na- yeah, Nathan is no longer smiling, guys. Just. <laughs> <laughs> it's the vasectomy. <laughs> so anyway, people were starting to run away from the gang, from from the group and stuff like that, and they called them if you ran away, you were called a splitter, so because you're splitting. You're splitting. Yeah. yeah, and he started becoming uh, expousing more militant views, and he formed up a group to enforce himself called the uh, his orders called the Im- Imperial Marines.
1: Man, <laughs> That's <a killer> name. <laughs> I'm getting some good ideas here.
0: <laughs> and they went around. There's about 60, uh, basically, reports of violence. And beating up former cult members, beating up people, little kids or teenagers that went too close to the compound uh, or compounds, stuff like that. Long short of it, people started complaining more and more. But the main media would not touch him.
1: So they were afraid of because he had he, he yeah he was he, a talker he could he was talk the, his way and out of they storm. and also
0: he had enough power and influence to start getting some I mean some of these people that were in the government were there because of him you know and so much like the uh, much like the oil companies of today
2: <laughs> but anyway uh, wait what what are the the oil companies that do stuff the bad. <laughs>
0: Not at all. But they do uh, they do hand out an awful amount, a lot of money to politicians. But it was starting to unravel a little bit. So there was this attorney called Paul Morin's. He was going after them specifically. He was one of those crusading attorneys. He made his name through, uh, I guess there were some rehab centers that were taking druggies uh, off the street and alcoholics and putting them in uh, the care centers and just pumping them full of Thorazine and so, and and then getting the money from the government for taking care of these people. He brought that to a halt and he started investigating uh, Synanon and really started going after them. He won a couple court cases there. Then one day he, in 1978, that he heard some death threats and stuff like that, so he was talking to the police and trying to get some protection. He went out to his m- mailbox and he put his hand in to grab the mail, and a snake came out and bit him. He popped his hand out. He started screaming, "Ah, I got bit! I got bit!" is a big four-foot rattlesnake uh, that rattles have been off, and so
1: he fell for the old snake in the mailbox trick.
0: Exactly, so hey every time yeah. snake in my boot, snake in my mailbox is almost the same thing. And so...
2: (laughs) Did he survive it?
0: Well, I mean, you know, a rattlesnake is pretty dangerous if you're like 50 miles uh, Mm -hmm. from civilization. But when you're 10 minutes from the hospital, you're probably going to (laughs) survive.
2: That's what
0: I thought. So, yeah. Yeah. He went to the hospital. He stayed there like 10 or 11 days. But, you know, they've got antivenom and stuff like that. And he was just fine. But, I mean, that's basically someone trying to kill someone else. What happened to the snake? The snake died. In oh, fact, I saw a picture of a police, or a police chief or something holding it up. Uh, yeah, it's so it obviously dead. Human died. poisoning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no snakes don't get no respect, Nathan. No mm-hmm. respect so, at all.
3: So were they trying? Were they trying to kill him, or yeah. were they trying to send like a, 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 um, a what do they call it? Um,
2: you leave the rattle on if you're sending a message. You take the rattle off if, if you're, you're trying, trying to, to kill,
0: kill him. Yeah. yeah, they were trying to kill him. At least <laughs> some of the members of the group. Chuck had basically gone on a diatribe, talking about how we're going to put, we're going to kill people who are getting our way, and he named this guy specifically, and he gave him the address and stuff like that. And he was foolish enough to have it on tape. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. And so they go in to start checking things out, and they're like,
1: let's listen to this tape. Oh, okay. Be careful how you document your crimes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, so if our... you
2: want to hear any of our crimes, listen to our, uh, join Patreon. our Patreon, and you can listen to our after hour sessions, yeah. where Nathan names all the people who will die.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Which is none. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, that for the I'm pretty
3: sure we go through the whole list every single time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we chant them together while we shake the, the, the rattle, the uh, rattlesnake rattle. Okay, so he was caught. And, you know, the funny thing is, is he kind of tried to kind of escape. Uh, I think he went to Europe. When he was arrested, he was drunk. So... Yeah, the girl oh. came crashing down, yeah, and he started drinking again, and they arrested him. And his physician basically said, if he goes to jail, he's just going to die. He was didn't go to jail, but he basically had to give up completely the whole organization. Mm-hmm. So he was out. And Synanon tried to struggle on without him, but... It just got harder and harder, and the IRS got in on it and basically said, I'm sorry, but your tax-exempt status is revoked due to the crimes of what's going on. Yeah, And basically, they owed millions of dollars, and the whole thing shut down. The yeah. whole thing. The, supposedly, I, I read somewhere that in Germany, there's still a branch that's open. So uh, things that happen. In other words, he's the guy that coined coined the phrase, today's the first day of the rest of your life. A lot of his practices are done to some extent in uh, certain groups, uh, the rebellious teens on drugs, you know, the... Those, the beatings?
2: The, Is that what... The, no. A, no. no the, the rehab facilities. Yeah, those for, rehab yeah.
0: facilities. They for do a teens. lot. Uh, he's the guy that started that whole
1: thing. Mm-hmm. Now, those are under investigation right now. A lot of, of them of, are, yeah.
0: Know. Because of, as I say, it's a tough love, love program, mm-hmm. and uh, they do some of that same stuff. And yeah, there's a lot of them right here in Utah. It's very popular of here most in Utah. Yeah. 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 Some are even
3: considered cults.
0: This is the granddaddy if I'm all this is the first one. I'm so
2: excited for what we're gonna take on guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> the good, the bad, and the culty. And now we discuss what this week's cult did right and where they went wrong.
1: So we're in the good, the bad, and the.
0: Yeah, let's right? get on to mm-hmm. the good, the bad, Goldie. Well, obviously, uh, trying to get people off drugs is a good thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His
2: name—I could never follow someone named Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> it just, it doesn't, like I couldn't be like the, our savior truck Chuck. No. Well, I know they don't he, say savior. He, prob-
0: the, they, he probably went mostly by his last name, uh, Diedrich.
2: So, okay. Diedrich. I could do d Maybe.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't follow Chuck. I could follow, follow Chuck. Chuck. I like Chuck because I can remember that. <laughs> I didn't have to. I do. I don't have to look at the notes <laughs> to remember Chuck.
2: Oh, Chuck. Oh, sorry. Yeah. That was a bad thing, right? So, good thing. Yeah, good, good things.
0: So. Yeah. So, taking um, people off drugs is good. Yeah, taking people off drugs um, is good.
3: Um, you, in the beginning, a lot of that was good. The the whole, I don't know the. Dang, I forget I forgot half the things they did at the beginning but it seemed like they were they were really good until until they started the the game
2: right they, they were yeah. probably good until he started getting lots of money.
1: yeah it's, as soon as a yeah, little power went to his head yeah I,
0: yeah the game is perhaps in small quantities might have some redeeming value maybe. Maybe I, I I don't know. I, I talked to my dad about it, and he uh, he's a psychologist. He has a master's degree, and he wasn't incredibly impressed with with that that idea that concept.
1: So they don't do that in the army anymore. They they don't, in they, the don't the military. they don't they you know, don't. They used down. to like. I had a mm-hmm. uncle that was in the Marines, mm-hmm. and he yeah. he said this was back in the '60s mm-hmm. or early '70s, but they like beat they beat him up at toward one of his first days? They uh-huh. beat the garbage out of him, and then he, and then they built built him up. Mm-hmm. I mean, they don't really. And when I got there, they couldn't even swear at you. Oh, really? They yeah. couldn't. Well, they, I assume they really tried to
0: create a group unity, though.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: I, I assume you have to have that in the military. It was you have to have a
1: group unity. Totally, uh, but with something like this, I could see, I can see that being like breaking down, f- making the cult or making everyone kind of, because you have to go through that experience. Mm-hmm. And everyone has to go through that experience and so it kind of makes them bond a little bit. Yeah.
0: And, yeah, and and if you were outside of the game, you were supposed to be kind and nice and so on and so forth. It, you know, it's nice to have celebrities coming by to check you out.
2: Leonard Nimoy. You know, did Leonard Nimoy stay?
0: No. Uh, no, they they were uh, He was just supporting. Yeah, and they join oh, in the game every once in a while or something, you know, but <laughs> I can't think game. of Le- Leonard Nimoy saying anything bad. <laughs> <laughs> that would be completely illogical, wouldn't it? Gunnar? That would be completely yes, illogical. Yes, completely.
3: Rod Sterling on the other hand, <laughs> <laughs>
1: he's a real piece of work. <laughs> Spare uh, the
2: rod,
3: spoil the child.
2: I'm sure it came from that. I feel like we kind of just mixed <laughs> the bad and the good together on this one.
1: Oh, okay, what are the good? Let's good. Let's, let's go uh, you
2: know, it's
0: always good to buy beachfront property on Santa Mon- in Santa Monica. Jeez. You know,
2: yeah. I wonder how much that's worth I now. I think it's cheaper uh, now. I think it's gone down in price. You
1: think so? Because oh, yeah.
2: That. it's
0: Yeah, it's it's not uh, $30 million, it's $29 million, So yeah. It's a steal of a deal. It
2: might be $28 million.
0: <laughs> I don't know. They are, as I say, they're the granddaddy of some of these boot camps uh, that are out now, and some of those can't, some of those things have done a lot of good. Hmm. Some of them, I I wouldn't espouse it. I don't know if I'd send my kid to one. In certain circumstances, they, they can do a lot of good. I think. Yeah. It, but unfortunately, as as you said, Nathan, it's very easy to lead to abuse with yeah. with that. It can be. Yeah. Eventually, the group. And, and supposedly, a lot of the early druggies had a hard time with this
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, because it became less about helping people on drugs and more about gaining power and control. Mm-hmm. And they had really had a hard time with that. He had to go in and break them again. The old 72 hours of, of, of playing the game. Uh, get people in there, just bang. And then at the end of it, he, he came back and he was like, I'll forgive you guys for doubting me. That sort of thing. You know what? He had a nice quote there. Today's the first that's day. That's a good quote. The rest mm-hmm. of your life. Yeah, yeah. That's a good quote. So, okay, bad. Well, we've gone through the bad already, haven't we? <laughs> yeah.
2: Is there anything else we want to say about this cult?
0: Uh, bad things. Right. His own militant organization. Uh, that's a good thing. Death threats. No. <laughs> uh Taking people's money and controlling
2: recording them. yourself, death threatening. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Telling people, yeah. About, yeah, rattlesnakes,
0: rattlesnakes and mailboxes. I have to admit that is kind of cute a, in a in a bad way. I mean, if you're looking for interesting ways to try and kill people, <laughs> that's, that's that's definitely interesting.
2: <laughs> yeah. I got <forgot> the mailman.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they, they, probably they timed it just right. I don't know, uh, but yeah. Building a cult. And now we take from what we learned this week and build our own cult, one belief at a time. What do we take on? Oh, man. Okay. Oh, man. Oh, just just a second. I've got one here. So I love that today's the first day of the rest of your life. I think we we can't take that because it's somewhat copyrighted, but we could say yesterday was the last day. (laughs) <laughs> of your old life. Of your old life, yes. I think,
2: I think coming up with a meaningful phrase is definitely good. Yeah. I, it doesn't have to be that one, though, but I think that we need to come up with a, a phrase. Um, let's,
0: uh... we, we should introduce her.
2: Since yeah, we talk about her so much. That was Callie. Yes, the Cali that
0: we talk about so much.
2: Oh, my gosh.
3: It's a <laughs> good, good thing to listen <laughs> to the podcast, I It's
2: <laughs> oh, a good thing you don't. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You don't listen. Don't listen to this episode. <laughs> well, it's more
1: prominent on this episode. No. No, we're yeah. taking it easy on you this time. Yep.
0: <laughs> so what else? Anything else? So a good uh, a good saying a good so saying. So
2: a good saying I like.
0: Yesterday was the
1: last day of the first of your life. I, I want to make your old life. Let's create
2: an <laughs> outreach program. Let's create like a twelve step program. First or of all,
1: you have to realize you don't so. have a problem. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's the first. That's the did, first step. Did they, first,
3: did they have twelve steps, or do we want to like cover the cover Alcoholics Anonymous <clears> as a separate thing?
0: Uh. He, when he broke off, he really broke off. I, I don't think there's that 12 steps there. Okay. So... Um, how many
2: steps did he have? Because I want to mimic how many steps he I had. I don't know. Well,
0: he had the three different changes, remember? The first one is the, the cold turkey withdrawal, okay. you know then you have thrashing to... around the couch and then you go into the group you you get the rip apart you know on hugs and loves afterwards
3: we could we could skip all the tearing down and just do the hugs and loves
0: that sounds great to me i like hugs and loves
1: and you have to surrender to a higher power to run all those higher power yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that goes without saying <laughs> yeah of course
2: I like the idea of doing some twelve, or like a, a step program. A three-step program. A three-step program. We'll, we'll make a three it simple. Step program. It's it's the twelve-step program. Everyone for... around you is just as effed up as you are. Everyone's... Realize
1: that you don't. No. <laughs> you realize you don't have a problem. So you don't have a problem. <laughs> That's horrible,
2: Nathan. That is. <laughs> you are perfect. Everyone else is wrong.
0: You're the only one right.
2: Okay. Well, it seems like we can't. We're not very good at this. (laughs) We
3: should should save it for when we do Alcoholics Anonymous and
0: then. Yeah, I I like the three step program because it'll be like the twelve step program, but for dummies. You know, (laughs) (laughs) it's it's three steps. People with bad memories. (laughs) Really bad memories. I was like, you can't remember twelve. Here's the three. So mm.
2: um, maybe
1: we should pull in snakes or something. Always mm. check your mailbox for snakes. Yeah, yeah always check I
0: went to the reptile symposium uh, last weekend with my kids, and I almost walked out with a snake. There were some. There were some really beautiful snakes mm. there. Some some what very nice ball pythons. A lot of ball pythons. There were corn snakes and some other ones, but ball pythons were just like the big snake because you know they're they're great they're a great beginner snake.
2: They're a, a, they're easy and somewhat they're they're not aggressive towards you. They're and, pretty docile, yeah. And they're big.
0: It will well, no, right? They're what, they're like feet? no. They're like one and a half, two feet long. Oh, I
2: thought they were longer than no, that.
0: No, no. So you get some a little over two feet, but they're they're kind of a small egg snake, easy to handle, uh, very non-aggressive, and they look really cool. They've got some awesome uh, patterns now. They more more what do you call it? Uh, anyway genomes. The they it just was cool stuff.
3: Oh, I have something. So you could take a, a non-venomous cute
2: snake like a ball python,
3: and then like tie a. A happy letter to it, or something like that, and put it in the in mailbox. Yeah, why don't we do like love letters? So love
2: letters with snakes. Yeah, uh, it's going to be Valentine's Day. Valentine love letters. Put a snake
1: in their mailbox. Maybe a drawing of a snake. Oh, there it is. A drawing.
0: Uh, ball pythons are really expensive, unfortunately. So here you have the heart, and then you have the snake in the middle.
2: Okay, so it's kind with of the like ugly the... eyes. I just remember Thor's there, there Thor yeah, nice. snake that he had uh, back back twenty five <laughs> years ago. Love, yeah, lock. I love yeah, lock. lock, yeah, I love lock.
0: It was a ball python, guys. That's ball why I'm python. so up on him.
2: Um, I just remember his wall and ceiling had blood all over it from <laughs> him smashing the mice on the side of the cage to <laughs> knock him out because he didn't want the mice to bite a snake. So he'd smash <laughs> him, and there'd just be blood all over the ceiling and the wall from I, I do not
0: him. recall this at all. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> just the carnage involved. Nixon? I, yes. I, I'm, no, that was Reagan. <laughs> oh, Reagan. Yeah. The Iran con- Contra, he'd be like, I don't recall that happening.
1: I have no <laughs> recollection of that. <laughs> I, actually, I like the idea of sending a letter to someone, and instead of how much you disappoint, like how much they disappointed you or bad things, and you build them up. Uh-huh, I like so, that, too. Uh, just mm-hmm. a letter that you send to someone that you normally mm-hmm. wouldn't send a letter to that uh, gives them a, a compliment Yeah, well, on a certain day of the year. What could we call that, anyway?
2: Lovelock. <laughs> <laughs> For the snake, because of the snake. For because
0: of the snake, Lovelock. Love lock. Yeah. We'll call it Lovelock. Lovelock was the name of my snake, so...
2: If we have helped you in any sort of way, and you haven't expressed that help to us, please send us a love lock.
1: <laughs> it could be an email I to could... bishop at the nice cult dot com. And we'll read, it out. we'll read it on, on the air.
3: Yeah. Or, or a snake, but it, you might
2: have trouble getting the stamp to stick. Yeah. Just and en- entitle it Love Lock.
0: Did I tell you about the story of when uh, I introduced Mom to Love Lock? So she hates snakes. So the house I was living with uh, at was just like a block away from my parents' house. So I took Lovelock for a walk and she's wrapped around my neck and I'm walking around. And she, she actually really liked it. She, she's, she she had a lot of curiosity. So I walk in and I'm talking with people and my mom comes in and she's talking to me and she noticed the snake and she screamed and she jumped in the air. The only time I've ever seen her jump in my life. She jumped into the air and then ran into the other room.
2: <laughs> and I was like, ooh, the possibilities.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, I, I killed a snake. Killed a rattlesnake when I was little. Showed it to mom on a stick and she flipped out. I'm, it's dead. It's not going to hurt you. I don't give a damn. Get this shit
1: out of here. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't like snakes. What day of the year? Do we do it a certain day of the year? It
2: has to be on the second. <laughs> <laughs> on
1: second
2: What's next April? month? Not April. We already have that second of April. That's we have
1: July. We have something in July. What about June? June.
2: June. The second maybe. of June. June is love lock. June 2nd? Okay.
0: okay. I was working on uh, working on finding uh, info on this cult today, and then I started looking on the Ukraine Russian thing, mm-hmm. and then I listened to Arnold Schwarzenegger give an impassionate oh, yeah. plea uh to uh, Russians uh, yeah. about what was going on. Which I thought I was heard really that. good. We're yeah. Well done. So when you go down, you know, the list you're and then you click on something. That's the problem with YouTube is there's always something else interesting in in the on the line down there. So I saw the Mr. Rogers thing. So I clicked on that and I started looking at Mr. Rogers and I saw him when he died, uh, they did all sorts of stuff. And I remember feeling touched about what he did, but all those feelings came back uh just an incredible guy, Fred, I think it's Fred. Fred Rogers, yeah. Yeah, Fred Rogers, just uh, mm-hmm. truly, truly willing and wanting to help people around him. His sincerity made me cry, and it made me feel bad because when when I was young, when I was at the right age for Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, We didn't watch TV. And so when I saw him, I was more of a cynical teenager. And so the way he talked and stuff like that just rubbed me raw. I was like, what is this guy? This guy sounds like an idiot. Uh, But as an adult, I can look at that and see the sincerity. And and he was very sincere. He talked about things uh, that no one else talked about at the time. And he did it in a way uh, that I thought is just beautiful and unique. And I really think he needs to be a member. The, the yeah, Magisterium. He did
1: like talked about divorce, talked about he did, death, talked, talked about, about war, stuff. he, he, he,
0: he about and he was okay. very good at telling people that they were special, they were unique, mm-hmm. and and that they were good, they they were worth they were worthwhile. And I I do, I I'm very impressed with him.
2: I, I can get behind that.
0: Yeah. yeah more I, people in this world need to be like Mr. Rogers.
2: All right, so we're each of us is going to say something good about him, right? Is that the way this happens? I think we could just... Thor ind- just said a whole bunch of things. right? I think <laughs> we could just induct him in. Well, I, I want to say something good okay. about him. Right? <laughs> my goodness, Nathan. Nathan, I can't take you serious with that tooth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we need a picture of that for the website.
1: Along with my cheek. Along with Thor's cheek. <laughs> All right, say it. it. Spit it a, it's out. a
2: good feeling, a really good feeling. No, that the opening you know song and the way that he mm-hmm. comes in, mm-hmm. it's very comforting. It okay, is. yeah, I, I know I would make fun of it when I was a kid, but there's something about it that's like comforting. Yeah. That, um, and then he, the way he, cha- he's talking to you while he's yeah. changing his shoes and putting on a sweater or whatever.
0: He wrote all his own songs.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It's it's good, and mm-hmm. I think he accomplishes what he is aiming to do. So mm-hmm. I think he did all of his own stunts too.
1: Yeah, I've heard yeah. that. Uh,
2: <laughs> Those are definitely two good things
0: right there. Uh, just uh, when Tom Hanks uh, did his Mr. Rogers thing, which uh-huh. I haven't seen the movie. I need to see that one. But he talked about how hard it was to change his clothes as fast as Mr. Rogers did. Oh, yeah, He was like, I could not do the shoes. <laughs> He's like, I think he cheated. His shoes were very loosely tied. And yeah, so all yeah. I had to do was slip them on and do the bow tie. He didn't have to uh-huh. do the first one. But anyway. Just, just tug the loops. Yep. <laughs> yeah. If you
3: haven't heard him speak before Congress, mm-hmm. he, he gave a very impassioned speak speech about uh, funding oh, public oh, broadcasting broadcast service services. for the for the good of of America's children. And his speech before Congress was one of the one of the most inspiring speeches I've ever heard. It brought down the house. Yeah,
0: it did. And you could just see yeah. the passion and the sincerity when yeah. he did
1: that. It was uh, it was great. Cool. Well, officially, he's. Part of the Magistram Collective collector. Mm-hmm. All there. in favor
2: say Gunner. Gunner? Gunner. Yeah, <laughs> I like to hear my <laughs> awesome. name. Okay, yes, Mr. Rogers, you are in. All right. Yes,
0: okay.
2: He will always be my neighbor. We hope you had fun with us as we explored this week's cult. Join our adventure next week as we continue to build our cult one belief at a time. Until then, if you're going to join a cult...
0: Join the
3: nice
1: cold. <laughs>